0: Cold Hearted Radio was brought to you by Allstate. That's Allstate. <laughs> all stay Cold Hearted Radio was brought to you by Allstate. That's All Stay Stan. Good Day, good day, good morning, good evening, good uh afternoon, good night, whatever time you listening to this right now, I just want to say good day, good blessings to you, man. This is another beautiful day, another wonderful day. This is cold-hearted radio, this is Avenue the One and Only. And it is Father's Day, so to all the fathers, including myself, I just want to tell you all uh blessings to you, kings, man. Y'all enjoy your day, y'all have a good time, man. Eat good, and uh just have a good day, man. This is our day. It's going to be a great episode, so uh, y'all yeah, stay tuned. Stick to the mission, you know we winning though. Niggas talking shit, I'm steady grinning for. Niggas said steady blazing, I'm blazing up. Niggas talking all this shit, why they hate us fellas. Cause we're cold hearted. So important. These niggas think they got it, but you know we taught it. Reaching for the stars, think they can't stop it. Yeah. All right, what's good, what's good. This is Cold Hearted Radio and uh, I got my guest here, I got O in the building, I got James in the building. Uh and we are gonna be discussing a continuation from what we discussed uh two weeks ago. Um last week. There was a lot of things happened. Rest in peace to uh, Richard Brooks, who was another brother that got killed. That happened last week. Somebody actually knew. Um, And it just kind of just tore things apart to a certain way, but not not (laughs) in a a real hysterical way, but it just made me sit back and have to think a little bit more. Um, Anyway, we back. And uh, we're going to start off with the topic that we left off with, which is HBCUs and um, how we need to start getting our kids in there. So I'm going to let... Uh, oh, how had the a, had a floor? All right. Y'all can hear me, right? Yes, sir. All right. So um, we're going on happy fathers. Yes, sir. Happy fathers, everybody. Um, yeah, so the uh, first topic
1: is going to be HBCU. Um, one of the things that I noticed uh, when I was doing my, studies and my research and communicating with a lot of uh, people that went to HBCU uh, communicating with a lot of people who didn't go to and the one thing that I realized is that um, HBCUs are hurting because we're not sending our kids there anymore. Right? Um, we're sending our kids to these schools. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, as a parent, I can understand. You know, your kid has scholarship offers from Spelman, Clark, and the HBCU Howard, and then all of a sudden, University of Georgia or. You know what I'm saying? Some like that come in. I can understand you want their kids to hold out because that name holds so much weight that you, you know, you want to get to your kid, you know, that your child goes to the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with ABC News is that they don't have the same fair ground as um, a lot of the other, I guess you could say, white schools or other higher education systems um, because a lot of people don't understand that. Um, when you look at when slavery was set free and when the education the school system was being built and being brought up, a lot of people didn't understand it, didn't know that the only reason why the South allowed the slaves to go free is because of the Merrill Act. And if you right. look into the Merrill Act, it's two different Merrill Acts. You got the first Merrill Act and then you got the second Merrill Act and And basically, even though um, Abraham Lincoln signed the, the Emancipation Proclamation or whatever, it was still years later until uh, the slaves in the South were actually considered to be free. Right. Um, so then came the Merrill Act, when which is the Merrill Act. If you look at it within itself, it's just a horrible act, period, because that's when, right when they did the Merrill Act is when the, uh, the Americans of the United States, however you want to say it, went through the whole country and wiped out the Indians to take their land. Right. over 240-some million acres of land. Um, and then on top of that, they told They told states. They said, "Hey, we have this." Abraham Lincoln told them, "Say, hey, we have this land and this money now. We will give you thirty acres of land for you to build something on, but you have to at least put a government something government on that land or whatever. And then also, we will give you money to build and aid you to build whatever city, whatever you want to build on this land." So, prime example, New York didn't have at that point in time. New York wasn't big enough to get that thirty acres. So New York wound up taking a piece of land in Wisconsin. And that's where Cornell originally started at. It was in Wisconsin because the 30 acres was too big for New York. And Abraham had a a clause in it where if your land was too small for the acre that they was giving you, you can get that land and put it somewhere else in another state to make money and do whatever you want to do. So that's how the educational system came, came in. And then when Abraham Lincoln realized that these colleges were being built and get, you know, the colleges was getting the money from the Merrill Act and realized that the s- Southern colleges wasn't allowed uh, blacks into the school, that's when you came out with the, he came out with the Second Merrill Act. But the Second Merrill Act, if you look at it, it's not the same. The Second Merrill Act is literally made for HBCU. But the se- the second Merrill act does not give them the same thing that the white schools got in the first Merrill act. So, prime example, in the second mayor act, only thing it was, they told the schools, or like prime example, they told Georgia, okay, Georgia, you still want to get this money, keep getting these grants, and for us to keep finding these schools, you got to have allow blacks to come to your school. But this is what Abraham said. Allow the blacks to come to your school or give them their own. If Abraham Lincoln literally wanted blacks to be integrated, he would have made that law and said all blacks can go to any school. But he, right. did, he gave the option to people to do whatever you want to do with blacks. So, the South said, okay, well, we'll give them a piece of land so they can build their own school. But here's the thing. When the government gave the blacks the money to build their own school and own land, they didn't give them uh, they didn't give them land. They just got the money. They got grants. But mm-hmm. no, originally, think about it. The first Merrill Act, the white people got 30,000 30, acres of land, but the blacks didn't get any land. They just got the money for it. So, yes, they got the money, but who did they have to buy the land from to build these <laughs> schools on? Right. So, when they, built, when, they, when they built these schools, they had to buy the land from the white man or whatever they did. And then that's eventually how you got the first HBCU. Um, I forgot what it was called, but I think it was called something of, uh, like, high, it was something called higher learning or something for, for blacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's how you got the first HBCU. And then that's how school funding and everything started going about when it came to the HBCU. But the problem is, is that I don't think people know how badly poor, The black schools are or how lack of funding they get from the government compared to their opposition. So prime example, um, in 2008, um, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill and North Carolina State, the students received uh, $15,000, let's just say $16,000 each. But at North Carolina A&T, the school only got $7,800 per student from the government. So basically, university of north carolina chapel hill which a lot of people can't even tell you they ever heard of that school right but everybody know of north carolina a and t so you're telling me north carolina a and t only got half of the amount only got half of the amount from the government that north carolina chapel hill got which they got sixteen thousand, but the black schools only got seven thousand and then that's where that's another part of the difference and then another thing is we all know Howard as being one of the prestigious HBCU school, the number one black school there is or whatever, or basically the, the, the premier top of the line HBCU school. We know that, but I don't have nothing bad to say about Howard. It is that here's the thing. The tuition for Howard is $27,000. Now, it's a small school here in Georgia that's called Liberty. The tuition to go there is $25,000. Why is that tuition so close to Howard? But then if you look at somewhere like Georgia, University of Georgia, the tuition in University of Georgia is blowing the, the tuition out for Howard. There's it's, it's nowhere near in the ranking. So for the type of school system and education, the educational system and the higher learning that Howard is, why is it so close or why is the tuition so close to a little rinky dink school out here in Georgia that's called Liberty? That's a racist Christian school. So, and then when you take all the HBCU schools together, when you take all the HBCU schools and think about all the funding they get from the government and you look at and you add the numbers up, do you know if you add all the black HBCU schools from the government funding, it still doesn't come nowhere near one school that like prime example, all the HBCU schools don't even get the same amount of money that University of Georgia get. University of Georgia gets more money from the government than every HBCU school put together, including Howard. Think about this now: Howard is still one of the top HBCUs, and known to put out one of the top people in everything. But it's still one of the cheapest schools to go to. So, when you when you look at a lot of those things and you see a lot of those things that's going on, you 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 notice that okay, we have to start putting the power back into the HBCUs by. Now we have to start allowing our kids to go to HBCU schools now, and we have to stop sending them to the big perceived school because what we're doing is we're taking the money away from the HBCU. And if you think about it, prime example, if you go back and when we had the first black, you know, when you had first black athletes going to these schools and playing football and things like that, yes, that was you know history being in the making because that was the first black person going to this school. But then that's when the opposition starts seeing that that's when they really can take the upper hand from the community. Because now when you grew, when people grew up in that, that era, and you know what I'm saying, and like Prime Example, uh Avenue, if you wind up going to Syracuse at those times, that was a prestigious school. So if you were the first black football player to go to Syracuse, all the other black kids wanted to be like you and wanted to go somewhere to a white school and be the first black whatever. But now you're taking the great athletes away from the HBCUs, And now you have the colleges making all the money off of the sports, off of football, basketball, baseball. Basically, NCAA is making, you know, hands over fists when it comes to, to athletics and making all this money, but it's off the backs, off the black athletes. But if we can get those black athletes to come back to HBCU schools, then you would get somebody like Alabama A&M would we'll get that TV deal with ESPN and ABC and Fox and all that to show their game. But schools like Georgia, Ohio, Ohio State is getting the money, though. <coughs> me. That was a lot. I ain't gonna
2: lie. You said a lot and there's a lot of stuff that I've already recognized because I myself went to an HBCU South Carolina State University and witnessed a lot of misappropriation of funds while I was there. Mm -hmm. But because I do not have the factual facts, I mean, stats to put behind what I'm about to say, I'm just going to leave that part out and Mm -hmm. say this. As our entire community as African-Americans or Blacks or however you want to say it is concerned. We all are misappropriating our funds because we're spending in the wrong places, not just when it comes to education, but also when it comes to the simplest things such as services that we need on a daily basis, car repair, shit like that, going to the grocery store, whatever, what have you. Like we, We've always misappropriated our funds because we put more value on something that was told that we should value instead of what's right here in our neighborhood. We got people that are planting fresh vegetable and vegetation and shit and, got livestock and all that shit fresh for you if you need it, right around the corner from you, but you prefer to go to Walmart where they prepackaged some shit, froze it, put it on a truck, drove it way out here to you to put in another freezer until it was time for it to go on the shelf because the life of the past stuff that was on the shelf is done. So, what I would say to most like what you're basically saying. We need to start bringing our power, which is our power to move money, and put it back in where it needs to be because that would really show them the impact that we have as a people. Because even down to our black banks, they're not being supported the way that they're supposed to. But we're with Wells Fargo and Bank of America and all these other people that if you needed a loan, they would not look at you for that. So yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly on the fact that we should get our kids back to black schools and let them be educated right there. So that okay. these schools can continue to thrive because I had a young lady that I know who just got a letter to Princeton and everyone was so excited, mm-hmm. but I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, you're going to spend all this money for her to go to the school and compete with the most elite of whoever, when she can go to the HBCU of her choice for free totally. Cause I know she's educated enough to do so and get the greatest education she could possibly get compared to whatever they're going to give you. <laughs> Only thing that they're getting is a name just yeah. like when it comes down to these clothes that these kids always want to wear. Yeah, it's man. not about the clothes being so much better quality. It's the brand name that they want to show off in. So, yeah. that's what's fucking with me right now. People are looking at school like brands. Yeah. If my kid goes to this school, then everyone will be looking at her as if she's this great commodity. Yeah. And it shouldn't be the brand. It should be about what you learn. And that's bad. That. Like, right now, it should be about
1: rebuilding, you know, like like you're saying, like now it should be about rebuilding the HBCU names where their names can be as prominent as Yale or Princeton or Harvard you know what I'm or, saying? or Georgia Tech or University of Georgia. Because when I was doing my research, okay, when I was doing my research, I found um, it, it's a lawsuit that's going on in Maryland right now or a lawsuit that happened and the governor has to pay money where the governor was basically caught. Defunding the HBCUs in Maryland, like they literally red-handedly caught this man, like sending way less money to HBCUs and sending all the money to the white schools in Maryland. So the Supreme Court or whatever, uh, the U.S. District Court, wind up finding him liable. Um, you know, said that yeah, this is what you did. This was your fault. And basically said that the black HBCU, the HBCU, wanted a settlement of like six hundred million. Do you know this man sat there and told them, said, "Look, I will give y'all two hundred million. Y'all can take it and leave." And you know they're still in court right now, trying to get that money because he said he's not going to give them no more than two hundred million. But the district court already said that they're, they're they can get more. They're supposed to get more. But this man is sitting there telling the district court, "I'm not giving them the money. I'll go back to court until this thing just falls out and die out because I'm not giving them that money. They're gonna take this two hundred million or it is what it is." Right. And they're allowing this man to do it, and it's, right. funny it's like, funny. it's 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 like when you look at it it's they don't want us to have the education because they're threatened by us threatened by us they don't want us to have the money because they're threatened by us, but then as a community, we have to really realize that we have to stop going to them and allowing them to be the ones that give us whatever we need right for you know when it comes to money or whatever because it's like okay. If primate, okay, this is the thing that I bet if y'all go to these HBCU schools anytime when they start doing homecoming or later on, whatever, I want y'all to start noticing that you're starting to see more and more white kids at
0: HBCU schools
1: which uh, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that nothing No, I, with, I know what you mean But you're starting to see more and more white kids at HBCU, do you know why you're seeing more and more white kids at HBCU and these white kids at HBCU most of them are not poor. most of them are not hurting for anything But the thing is, the parents realize that they kid, Prime example, a lot of white kids' parents have to pay for them to go to school. Plain and simple. They have to pay. So a lot of the parents have to put college money up, college fund, you know, put all this money up or whatever. But white parents are, hey, my kid can go to Howard and get the same education that he would have got at University of Georgia. Guess what? I'll get to save myself $40,000 and he can <laughs> go go there get his first degree and then parlay that and then go to University of Georgia on a scholarship. Right. Right. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're sending their white kids to these cheap schools because it's some schools where like the in-state tuition like but, like it's it's some schools in-state tuition Bruh. is literally like $8,000. Bro, Fort Valley right now school. in-state is
0: 7,000.
1: 7,000. Think about that. Now, think about this. Think about how many times you don't blew seven thousand. <laughs> think about that. It. But it's a school <laughs> in Georgia that you can send your kids to and get a great education mm-hmm. for seven to eight thousand dollars. But we're not doing it because we want we want those those little bumper stickers that says you know oh my child goes to such and such a, such and such my child goes to such and such such and such instead of letting your child be the new example and changing the market, and putting the black schools back on a prestigious, you know, pedestal like they used to be. Right. Now, we don't have anything coming out of these HBCU schools anymore. Yes, we have great doctors and other great uh, professionals coming out of there, but think about those times when you had great people coming out. All those great people that came out for the NAACP. All those great yeah.
0: studies and philosophers that came out. We don't have those anymore. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think about it. At one time, we took, I mean, like a lot of our leaders took pride in the schools that they came out of, like you go. Dr. King. You know what I'm saying? Like they took pride in coming out of
1: HBCUs. Now I got something that's gonna really shake, that's gonna probably rock y'all head when I tell you about HBCU. <clears throat> now, when the HBCU was going on in the education system, when when the HBCU first started building, um the first colleges and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Hitler took over, right? And all the Jews was trying to leave Germany to find somewhere to go and be safe and whatever, right? Uh-huh. now, when those Jews came to America, do you know none of those white people or, or Europeans or whatever you want to say accepted any Jews? They didn't give the Jews any job. Because they didn't want, they, they the whole Nazi thing, whatever, whatever they didn't like Jews either. So you can hear what America's uh-huh. saying about this, that, and the third. But they wasn't even, when the Jews came over to America and trying to go back into the field that they was in, they was a doctor over here. When they came to America, nobody would hire them as a doctor because they was a Jew. But guess who was uh-huh. the only people that would hire them and give them a job as whatever they was when they was in Germany? The HBCUs. The HBCU was the only place that opened their doors. That opened their doors to the Jews. And the Jews had great philosophers that taught Mm -hmm. at every great HBCU that taught our black students. Right. right. But now, where are the Jews at now? They forgot when you didn't have anything and we didn't have anything and you came, we still gave you education. We still gave you jobs. We still gave you parts in our neighborhoods to live. They, they forgot, forgot about, about us. us. And then you turn up, and then, like you said, you forgot about us.
2: Well, I'm... Um, uh...
1: So I sit, here and I, and I sit here and I look at all this stuff, and I see and I say is that at the end of the day, until we start taking our kids out of these big schools and these big universities or these big white schools, whatever you want to call them, and put our kids back in HBCUs, and allow these HBCUs to teach our kids by fellow Black educators, where they can feel proud to know right. that I walk the same hallways as Martin Luther King and 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 and, and, and uh, Du Bois and all of these. I walk the same hallways as them. Right. And that's what we have to do because at the end of the day. If I go to school and I get me a master's in engineering, that master of engineering, it's the same. I learned the exact same thing in master's in engineering here over this school at an HBCU that I can learn at some tech school that's a white school. It's the same thing. No school offer you a different education. They offer better education because they have more money. But if we start getting all prime example, the key to it, to HBUs, the HBCUs uh, moving forward or gaining that money back is we have to put the black athletes back at the HBCUs. Because if right. you see the money that these schools are making off of football and
0: basketball alone, now, then you right, will realize say how much about that. money the HBCUs are missing. Right. Let me say something about that. Because I've always said that, but it goes back into what the second topic is. Holding people accountable Um, Our biggest issue is that Someone could put a stake In front of us Not even done, not even completely prepared Just the idea of a stake And that shit would Take us all the way Off our course Because think of how many uh, Athletes that had to Like, okay, Lockheed He was at uh, uh, Fort Valley Mm-hmm. But what school he got drafted from. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like and a lot of these players do that shit. They be great on these on these HBCU teams and then they go run off to the white people team. Yeah, because the thing is, the now me speaking as far as coming from
1: um playing sports or whatever and going through the whole recruitment process or whatever. Yeah, cause okay, you, you can speak you play you as a quarterback. Yeah, so I experienced the whole recruiting process at HBCUs compared to white schools. Mm. I got to see the difference in facilities and training and 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 and, and everything. Like you know, so I I got to see it all. And think about it, uh, when I was in school and graduated, that was 2005. So you can only imagine how advanced, how more technological that these sports facilities done got around these schools.
2: Right. Oh, okay. You know, now
1: they giving kids you know, now the schools are giving the football players iPads and iPhones and, you know what I'm saying, all this there in the third, and they're just telling the, they're telling the school, oh, this is how we give their playbook. You know, our playbooks are downloaded through the iPhones and iPads, so we give them free iPhones iPad But when you go to HBCU, and prime example, if I just went to visit uh, Georgia State, and I see Georgia State, it's in the city of Atlanta, and I'm looking at a room full of iPads and iPhones, 11s. And they say, oh, yeah, all the players get their own iPhone, the iPads to get that playbook on to do that study, whatever, whatever. And then I go to Clark Atlanta, and I go to their facility, and I say, oh, okay, so what do y'all do, y'all playbooks? And they say, oh, this is a playbook room, and it looks like a library. Everything in there is a book. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now players are like, oh, damn, I want to be able to get an iPhone because the players ain't even thinking about the playbook and nothing else. They're thinking about all the things they can do with this iPhone.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's what they're looking at. And then when you sit here showing them this, when you get to these black schools, they don't have the money. They don't have the training facilities, They don't offer you the promise. The old-ass equipment. Like, old-ass equipment, like prime example. You'll go to a school that, that's that's a HBCU that's sponsored by Nike. You will see their whole little setup. It's not the same. You go to the University of Georgia, it's like you're in the Nike outlet. Yeah. It's like you're in the Nike outlet. So you're getting these young impressionable kids on style and fad and you're pulling them away from the HBCU school. Now, the HBCU schools don't have the money to do all that. But if the HBCU schools start getting those players again, guess what's going to happen? The TV is going to – I don't care what nobody say. Nobody want to watch 11-on-11 football with nothing but white people. (laughs) It's (laughs) going to be It's evidence of that. It's evidence of this. All the way in the past, it's evidence of this. You're not going to want to see five Larry Bird's against five Larry Bird's on, no. the, on the basketball court. Hell no. You're not going to want to see it. You're not going to want to see that. It's going to be boring. And until we start realizing that we hold the power, we hold the attraction and the views, if we can sit here and get our kids to go back to the HBCU school and sit here and – and that's another thing they do – we would sit here and say, okay, look, you're not you're, – That's the white school sit here and tell you, say, you're not – you don't have the grades to get to this school right here. But you know what? You can go over here to Clark Atlanta because they're so cheap. They're they get into the school. You only need a 2.0 to get a school. Go over there, do a year over there, play football. We'll come and get you, and we'll give you a scholarship. Now, this kid don't went to Clark Atlanta, did a whole year at Clark Atlanta, started getting Clark Atlanta their attention. All the newspapers are covering this kid, right. and then the next year he's gone.
0: Right.
1: And where do you think all those reporters and news anchors just went to? Where he just went to. Right. So if we can keep our athletes, because if you think about it, a lot of the top athletes that we had that's in the hall of fame didn't even go to white school, Jerry Rice. Right. You see what I'm saying? When you look at when you look at Jerry Rice, where did Jerry Rice go? You see what I'm saying? They all went to small schools. Yeah. When you look at somebody like uh 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 Doug Williams. Where did Doug Williams go? Yeah,
0: Doug Williams went to a real small school.
1: And so the thing is, is that you don't have to go to these big schools to be whatever, because at the end of the day, it's a lot of athletes that go to these big white schools, become whatever, whatever, get into the NFL, and amount
0: to nothing. Now that made me think, that made me think all the way back, since we're talking about uh, the continuation of the uh, integration. Um, it made me think that as far as like when we used to have things like back in the forties when we had the Atlanta Black Atlanta Black Crackers as far as like the mm-hmm. Negro League baseball, yeah, the ABC. Um, it, it made me think about a lot of those things that probably should have never got integrated because we made they shit better. You <laughs> know? correct? Like we had good athletes on our side, but we correct. always get this idea that we need them in order to do. Anything. Yeah, like it, it was a functional business. But see, the thing is, I can't.
1: I don't. I don't flaw the the forties and fifties for what they, you know, for you know, be segregated sports, or anything like that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I look at it like they wanted to make history, right? But I do believe not those generations. Somewhere between our generation and maybe my parents' generation. Somewhere we lost the value of what the HDC yeah. is. We lost ourselves we forgot, with a lot yeah, of Yeah, we, we forgot that. So we have to keep in mind that okay, the this is how like you said like like one of y'all said earlier, like this is how I was always thought about. And like prime example when I went to Avondale. Mm-hmm. When I went to Avondale, by the time I became a senior, you know yourself, uh Avenue, I would I was talking to Avondale at that point in time, I seen it here. Mm-hmm. I was getting all types of college recruit, whatever, whatever. Now, the thing is, my sophomore year and my junior year, I was being recruited to go to other schools to play. Like, other high schools wanted me to come and play. Right. Like, it was MLK, McNair, uh, Ty was wanting me. Uh, even though Cross Keys was hard, Cross Keys wanted me done with it. All of these big schools wanted me to come and play. Yeah. But my dad always made it. He always told me, you know, straightforward of, uh, son, this school is right in your backyard. Right. Like having is in your backyard. And then he sat down and told me, he said, Yeah, son, yeah, these schools are good. Yeah, you can go out there and play with your buddy at Tucker. And yeah, these schools are good. But now you become you instead of you playing on a instead of you going to a school, now you're sharing a spotlight. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to a school that nobody have a star and you can have the spotlight to yourself? Right. So that's how I always been. It's like, okay, when when it came to colleges, I was like that. It's like, okay, yeah, I can take this scholarship and go to such and such, such and such. But can you imagine how good it would look if I go to Duke and I turn Duke out and all of a sudden everybody looking at Duke all because of me now? Right. Because now I just started a brand new legacy. I didn't go and join the legacy. I created a whole new legacy for myself. Right. So it's like that's, that's the difference. And, like, you have to tell, like, you have to tell someone, like, if you're going to the NFL and you're made to go to the NFL or NBA, you're going to go regardless.
0: Yep. So no matter where you're going
1: yet. to go, regardless.
0: I mean, look at Sidney bas- Shit,
1: country and to And see, that's the thing, and especially about basketball. Basketball, you just need your high school career. That's all you need for basketball is your high school career to put you in the NBA. Yeah. You can all you do is one year in, the, in, in 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 college basketball, and your school ain't even got to win. As long as you put up the points, you go into the NBA. Yeah. So we should do the same thing with the HBCUs because. The thing is, the HBCUs don't get the money because, prime example, when it comes to bowl games. Do you want to know why people are so big about bowl games, and not because of not, not just for winning, but I'm going to tell you why they want to win. They don't want to win the, HB, the the I'm sorry the BCS bowl games or the other little bowl games just for the clout of saying they won. Do you know when you go to a bowl game, you get two paychecks. The school get a check for going to the bowl game and then you get another one for winning the bowl game and then here's another one you also the school also gets a share of the of the TV deal from that bowl game wow. so now it's, three checks. it's three checks this school is going to get so that's why the school gets mad when they go to the bowl games and they lose because it's like we could have had instead of getting two million we would have won we would have got eight
0: million
1: mm-hmm. and that's but the HBCU guess what the HBCU and the smaller school have what a playoff system. There's no bowl games. There's no bowl games in HBCUs and the small colleges. Wow, so this whole they have little playoff system. Bowl games are only for Division One football. There's no because why they don't want to. live in, in college football, Division One, they literally do not want to outright say this is the best school. They don't want to do that because all of these schools want a chance to get the money. So they don't want to have one school just dominate. So what they do is they create all these bowl games. They get all these sponsorships in, and that's it. That's why if you think about it, when next time when college football this season when college football get ready to go on, and at the end of the year, notice at the end of the year they say bowl selection. Yeah. They say bowl selection, which means the people who have the the people who sponsor the bowl gets to pick the two teams they want in the bowl. Okay, so, so the, that's. So depending on seen. so depending on what your ranking, like prime example, to in order to get one of these top premier bowls, it's just like a commercial with the Super Bowl. You have to pay for that slot. Yeah, I mean, they bid so yeah, so prime example, if we all came together and to say we want the national championship game, we gotta pay NC we gotta pay uh the NCAA the money for the championship game. Cause it's a bid for it. So that's why every other year you notice it's a different sponsor for the biggest bowl game. Yeah. Because they're bidding for these games. So they sit here and say, okay, well, if you bid for the number one slot, the number one slot will automatically get to pick between the top four teams. If you pick the number two slot, you get to pick from teams five through eight, and then so on and so on. Mm -hmm. So these people come in and pick these slots and then pick the team that's in these rankings and say, okay, we're going to pick this team, we're going to pick this team. That's why it's always raising hell when it comes to the bowl game, where people say, "Oh no, this team should have been playing this team because they played this team." It's not about that. It's about money. But when you go to the HBCU school, it's a playoff system. Whoever was the best teams go to the playoff. All the best teams play each other, and then you get a national championship. Okay,
0: so this goes to the, I guess, the, the uh, third and final topic. Um, I was saying something about the black dollar. We got to, and it's funny because James had said something earlier, and I think oh, you had said something too about controlling where and how we spend. Because yep. if we focus our actual dollar, we can fix 98% of the stuff that we've talked about on this show from today, as well as uh, last uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's all about focusing mm-hmm. our dollar. Because look how strong... Like It's funny, we don't have anything we can call our own, but we have a lot of things that we power. Like a lot of these businesses, a lot of these fast food companies, a lot of these clothing companies, Hell, some of these liquor companies wouldn't even survive without our dollar. Right. So, it's almost like using the same format they're using, we just got to get a coalition that's not um, corrupt. Because we know the NWE is corrupt. You know, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Bro. You, need, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, ain't nobody finna be around this long, talking about some day doing this and doing that, and ain't shit happening. The same stuff keep happening.
2: Oh, okay. So you've
0: been bought out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we need a real black coalition where we're educating the younger folks how to spend, as well as educating the new millionaires. Yeah. Like right, the worst thing they could do is sign an artist and get that artist a million dollars and he just came straight from the fucking hood. That idiot gonna go straight to Icebox Jewelry. <laughs> I'm just, I've I, I seen it. i don't been in yeah, interviews too, and yeah. niggas be like, shit, hey man, hey, nobody well, hit the goddamn. Nigga, you ain't even paid for your album yet.
2: Right,
1: and that's 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 the that's the thing. I think the problem is is that we haven't been taught how to
2: how uh, to spend to money,
1: yeah, to spend money and to reinvest. And another thing is that, like I think I said this before, is that the problem is is that we're we're our own worst enemy when it comes to right. the fluctuation of the black dollars. We're our worst enemies. Prime example. Like I said, like, you know, if this part, if this, if Publix mess up your birthday cake, excuse me, you don't turn up on Publix like you do if the girl from the hood yeah, makes your birthday
0: cake.
1: Right. You know, we, we, we go to Publix and say, Hey, uh, did y'all know y'all missed up my name? Publix will coming to you and say, Oh, I'm say the same thing. The other person will say, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, we can fix that for you right now. It'd just be another 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You will sit there and say, "Oh, thirty minutes! I've been waiting for da this Is supposed to be ready?" But then you will still give them the cake back and let them and say what you're saying. But you will give them the cake back, let them fix whatever. You will come out of Publix, go to your party. Next time it's time for a party and the cake, oh, right? <laughs> but when the black girl mess up the cake, you want to post it on Shade room, you oh. post it on every every tabloid on Facebook, social, Instagram, Snapchat. You want to put her about about on, the next talk how, how bad about it, say how unprofessional she was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? But why you didn't give her the same why you didn't give her that same energy that you gave public stuff? Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Why you didn't give her a second chance to make that correction up? And then on top of that is that when we get to the black communities, we then want, prime example, I'm a I do I'm an engineer and uh electric and the problem that I come across is, is that when I go work on somebody or somebody wants me to go work on the house and do whatever, whatever for them, and I tell them, like, okay, look, this is what you're looking at. This is how much it's going to cost. And me, I'm very upfront about whatever, you, whatever it is, the work that I'm doing for you, I'm very upfront for you. And I tell you, so look, this is what this part is going to cost. Here's the part number. If you want to go look it up, this is the exact part number you need. This is the one you need. Whatever, whatever, give them the whole list. Then they'll say, okay, cool. And they would even see, okay, well, his offer is still better than such and such offer. Mm. So my offer might be 200 dollars cheaper than the other offer. But they'll still come at me and say, hey, come on, man. You know, we black man, won't you, won't you, won't you do it? For, won't you knock another 300 dollars off? But did you ask did you ask the other company uh-huh. that pulled up in the little white van right. to knock off two 300 dollars for you? Right. But you want me to be black and take money out of my, my kids' mouth to do whatever, whatever, but you'll go to Coach and Gucci and pay the full price. Right. You'll go to iPhone, you'll go to T-Mobile and Sprint and whatever, whatever and put yourself on the lease
0: for a phone that costs more than your car. <laughs> or more than your rent. Oh, boy, wow. Thank you. I, think I, I know somebody right now with a $1,500 phone.
1: So it's like, Shit. you sitting here and you, it's like we have to support each other. And it's like at the end of the day, Every service is not going to be the best service that we get, but mm. at the same time, when it comes from a when it comes from a black owned business, we have to give them more respect. Right. We have to give them more respect. Don't try to throw this person company to the ground and burn it down so you can feel proud and be like, "Oh, see, I told
0: you if you fucked up my order, I was gonna do." Why? 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 Hmm. At least, but at least, least I feel really like, like this, at least if you are gonna have that kind of energy, have the energy all the way around. It, it, like you there don't you be go. that way. Be
1: that way all the way around. There you go. If you get crazy and post talk about public and not about this, day and the third. If I get on your prime example, I get on I get on Facebook and I see females complaining <coughs> about whatever service they got from another black female. Mm-hmm. But I sit here and I know for a fact that that's not the only bad service you ever got. Right. But when I go to your when I go to your your whatever social media page I only see the black people getting the blast. But why don't see the bad comments from when you ate at the white restaurant? Right. Why don't see the bad comments or the bad service you got when you went to the white store? Right. Where, are the, where are those posts at? Where are those at? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like you get on social media, I guarantee you right now, if we get on social media right now and we put up Publix fucked up my cake, older fucked up my cake, I guarantee you Olin post will get more comments yep. than the public post. Yep,
0: that's the truth. Bruh. Matter of fact, I, right now, somebody we went to school, I ain't going to say his name for his privacy, somebody you and I went to school with, he made a post about something completely different from what was going on. Now, keep in mind, he's always making these positive posts. He's always making old post posts. Well, I think his account got hacked and the post that was posted was completely different from anything he's ever posted. Yeah. Tell me why out of two likes that he usually <clears throat> gets, this shit got about what? 800 different comments on the bitch. Yeah, oh, I think you I think ain't this, you, you blah, 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 yeah. you blah. And I'm like, so his sister trying to defend him, like, yo, his page got hacked, y'all calm the fuck down. But I just find it funny that y'all, y'all seeing all this stuff, but any of his other posts Y'all ain't said nothing. But see, the
1: the thing is, is that, okay, we hold each other accountable for the wrong reason. Right. We don't hold each other accountable for the right reason. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prime example, you know, I can sit here and say, you know, we all men, we kicking or whatever. And I can sit here and say, "Hey, look, y'all just a name, we all going to go hit strip club or whatever, 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 whatever." Mm-hmm. And then I sit back and say, "Bro, y'all had a strip club shit, bro. I'm married. And I ain't going to deal with that. I'm going to go chill with my wife, bro." Mm-hmm. Then nigga, like, oh come on, bro. Why you? Die- die? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Damn, bro. Why can't be, he... bro? That what's up, bro? Take your ass. now. You can be funny and commend me at the same time, right? Let's take your little good husband ass home. You see what I'm saying, right? But but then, no nigga, want to sit here and be like, bro? Come on, bro. That, not, bro, whatever she don't know, it's like, bro, we 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 try to value the wrong shit, yeah, well, and then try to knock down for whatever whatever that's going on, and be like, oh, bro, you ain't being real. That I'm just doing that. It's like, no, bro. At the end of the day, I need to be a real man. Yeah. So, like I say, we don't we hold each other accountable for the wrong reasons, and we don't hold each other accountable for the right reasons. No, that's a real you shit. Know.
0: That's a real shit. I I know exactly what you mean because I just seen some. There's some other things that's a little deeper than that that I've seen occur well, not on my standpoint, but I've seen I witnessed in front of me. Um shit, disrespecting your woman, you know what I'm saying, talking to her any kind of way. Um yeah. not every brother hold each other accountable like that, like we should. Like, hey, I know there's a chick, but I-, I don't feel comfortable you talk to her like that in front of me, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody standing up saying nothing like that. So yeah. I agree with you. So. my
1: thing is, it's like my thing is, it's the support that we have to give each other. Like prime example, I got plenty of partners that rap. Right. I got plenty of partners that rap that straight garbage, straightforward mm-hmm. garbage. And then I tell my partners, like I ain't gonna discourage them and say, "Bro, you garbage." I tell my partner straightforward, bro, your type of rapping is not my type of rapping that I like. Listen. Right. Like I keep it one hundred with them. I say, bro. I can't critique you, say whatever, whatever, bro, because I like a certain style of music. Mm-hmm. You're on a different style. Don't worry about trying to, you know, I tell them, bro, don't worry about trying to make a song to prove me wrong. Do what you do, bro. It just, you know, it is what it is. like, bro, I'm pretty sure it's an artist that you don't like. Whatever right. people that like this art. And that's what I tell them. But <coughs> when they hit me up and say, bro, I just, uh, my album is now on uh, uh, iTunes or whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I don't listen to the album, but I still go download Thank it. Thank you. Okay. When you. I download it, okay. he still gets the sale. Thank you. And that's the And then when he know. come in here and be like, bro, did you listen to the album? No, but I downloaded it. I right. The right. I so forth, me downloading that album and giving you that number of that sale or me just listening to it. Because if I wanted to listen to it, I could have got on YouTube or something listen yeah. to it for free. I download it. I ain't never got to listen to it. But the fact that I right. downloaded it for you, bro, mm-hmm. that gives you your number. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and thank you me. for saying that, bro. Please, I, I, it, know, you, realize, you, you ain't gotta listen to it. Yeah. Just download it. Give yeah. them the number. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> all you give them the numbers. That's, that's I going to
2: to so many of my audience. Now
1: I, it's different. Now I can understand it's just different when it's just a random guy come up off to the street to you and say whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then that's different. But if me and you actually kicking it and cool, I know mm-hmm. you going to the studio. I know you doing whatever, whatever. It, it doesn't matter if I think you garbage or trash. When I'm with you, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to clap my hands and stomp my feet oh. every time I'm with you. Every right? time you. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not, and I tell anybody, no, nah, I don't support his music, but I support my partner, though. Oh. Mm-hmm. Simple. Man. And at the end of the day, that's your choice if you want to keep me around and say, just because I say I don't like your music, but I'm going to support you. Right. And if you have a problem with that, then that's your own problem. But guess what? I'm going to support you because I see the ambition in the dream. Right. right. Because I don't like the outdated product. I still respect the hustle and the dream. Right? Thank you. Woo. So I'm going to give you that. It's that simple. That's just like prime example. My brother-in-law, you know what I'm saying? he um, he um He's a jazz musician. He got a record deal. He's a jazz musician or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to jazz. But when I hear people talk about jazz, you think I don't put his name in there? Right. I can't tell you not one of his jazz songs. <laughs> but guess what? If somebody say Man, I like jazz. Da, da, this. You think I won't sit there and say, "Hey, go check out my brother-in-law, Guy." Right. bro, bro sick on the saxophone. Never heard this man on the saxophone.
0: And look, that's and but that's. that's what I've been telling I'm folks.
1: Support my brother.
0: Yeah. I'm tell folks. That's I'm all you got to do. It don't take. It don't take a lot. I mean, the same way we share these little memes that are low frequency is the same way
2: we can show love.
0: You know. That's
2: it. It's not hard. It's that's not. It. I just had a friend of ten years long gone, I ain't saw her, talked to her since. Just came through last night, purchased every piece of merch I could give her. Just <laughs> on
1: yeah. And that's it. It's it's simple stuff. It's like it's like prime example, okay. Like when I came to uh Avenue and I like when I came to you, and I had some ideas for the show or or, or for your your platform or whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when I came to you about it, I came to you because I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever ideas I have right now, I wouldn't have these ideas if it wasn't for bruh. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, okay, instead of me sitting here saying, okay, I'm going to pull off over here and start doing my own thing. Why not come to bruh and be like, bro, look, I had a couple of ideas or whatever. Instead of me sitting here saying, instead of me doing some shit on my own, I'm thinking, how about we link up, or you try to help me get to where I need to get to? But I still want to be on your platform because if it wasn't for that platform, I wouldn't have none of these ideas.
2: Right, right.
1: You see what I'm saying? And that's how I went to bro. I said, bro, I think it'd be good if we out of this or da da that or whatever, whatever. But most folks would be like, oh no, I just go do that on my own. But it's like, why? Right. Why not keep everything together? Why not show unity? Right. Why not show that unity? Like. Why does it literally have to be like, what is so wrong with, prime example, what's so wrong with Avenue being the face of whatever, whatever, whatever? Why should I have a problem because he gets this attention or whatever, whatever? Why should I be worried with that? Right. Why should I be worried about I should be proud that my partner is getting this attention. The only time that I'm going to be upset about this attention is when my partner use this attention and start to make the attention wrong. Right. Or start when it start affecting them in the worst way, then I'm gonna say something about it. Right. But if I'm right behind you right. Bro, and we doing whatever, whatever, and you still sitting here and you still supporting whatever I'm coming to you with, then it's like, all right, bro, let's keep riding. I don't care about that. I don't care. You got a hundred thousand followers, and I only got fifty. So what? Right. Because it's all about unity, man. No, everybody. See, the thing is, it's like sporting. You have to play your part. Play your Thank part. Just play oh, your, your part main. and everything is good. You, Everybody is not made to be a leader. Everybody is not made oh. to be the manager, the boss, the CEO. Everybody right. is not made for that. Play your part. Right. Play your part and everything will, suff- everything will suffice very well if you play your part. That's just like prime example when it comes to relationships. Play your part in a relationship, everything will be good. Everything will be all
0: right.
1: It's the truth. See. And that's what we have to do as a black community. We have to play our part and support each other. You might not like this, whatever, whatever, but support that person, hustle and drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Because guess what? At the end of the day, when you decide to do something, that person gonna say, you know what? Regardless of what they didn't like, that person still show me support. Me. So mm-hmm. Make sure I get out that to this man stuff. Let me get, make sure I go show this girl some support.
2: Right.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. And that's what we have to start doing. We're not we're saying we're supporting each other, but are we really supporting each other? Right. Like, are we really supporting each other? Like, now is the time where we should start phasing out simple things that we buy on the regular.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Prime example: sample. Toupes, soap. Stuff like that. Start buying that black. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Start buying that black. Simple stuff. <laughs> shit, even too- uh, uh, toilet paper. I right? there's toilet paper shit going on. <laughs> Start doing what you can.
1: Matter, Matter
2: of fact, I swear, I just said I was going to start placing these orders at these black companies because I just got the websites and all that shit. I have a couple of them, and I need to go and <coughs> get that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because, like, okay, like I told you uh, earlier in the week, or last week, I told you about the little town, it's a town in Georgia. The population is 700. Yeah, so that means if, if you have a population, that means people are living there. Yep. Plain and something. The whole town is up for sale for one point seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, a whole town is for sale for one Beyonce show. <laughs> which I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bad to Beyonce. No, like but that. that's imagine, some real shit. Imagine the money that she makes for one show. She can literally buy. And here's the thing: it's more towns in the United States that's for sale for the same. Just party. like huh? that. So now, think too. about this: if these why why are we not coming together and say okay it's 1.7 million off why are we not coming together and investing into this city why are we not investing into this city well, well now we can have our own city and here's the thing when you build your own city you have your own laws within your city just like thank you like, okay and springs uh, we set up we set up certain things in this city where everything is self-reliant within the city. It'll be all own Yeah, you can have jobs, whatever, whatever. But we make, let's make this town self-efficient. Prime mm-hmm. example, you tell these, uh, you tell, you have contractors come in. You tell contractors, hey, y'all, we want to build da, 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 I want to build some, such and such here, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, I want y'all to start the first hiring process within this town. Right. Within this town. If you hire majority of your employees from this town. We would give you incentives or discounts or tax breaks to build in this city. Right. And then on top of that, we then to if you look at how much it costs to build an apartment unit. If we can come together and build start building housing where you have housing where everybody has the same amount of rent in this building. And then on top of that, you then have a self-funded grocery store. I want to add something in there. Who?
0: We have so then you one who? go ahead. We have one artist. Um, who was trying to do that and they put his ass in jail. He's in jail right now. Shout out to Rollo. He has mm-hmm. an actual apartment complex. He owns the entire apartment complex legally. The only reason why he's in jail is because, well he also has a private jet by the way. The only reason why he's in jail is because somebody on his fucking jet had some shit and since it's his jet he get black Yeah, he from. go down for yeah. Now we know that somebody. When I, I I'm, I'm putting up quotations right now, somebody could have been some institution that's just hating on his on his brother on what he's doing. Yeah. But I agree with you 110. percent But um, that's that's it. That's, it.
1: that's all. Think you. about this. Okay. Think
0: about
1: this. If we was to build now, I'm sitting here thinking about literally building a town or a city where it's self efficient. And there's no need for no government assistance. Nothing from the government, period. Besides child support. That's that's that's, that's whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there, there should be no need for food stamps, no need for government housing, no need for sex. Prime right. example, within our city, we will have a feed the city law. Where prime example, every month, everybody has to contribute $20 or whatever it is worth of groceries. To the neighborhood grocery store. Mm. The neighborhood grocery store is a grocery store where people can come in and get simple things that they need for free. I like that. Prime example: Mom need to cook breakfast. She don't have eggs. She go right down to the little neighborhood market. She take prime example: If you take a carton of eggs, you replace it with two cartons of eggs. I like that. And you have a self sufficient grocery store that can help feed its own community. That's not on any type of funds, any type of money. No need to keep going. There's no need to gain anything. No need to up price it on anything. Because the people of the community is feeding the community itself. Correct. They're feeding it itself. So then you go out, you build this city, you tell people, hey, yeah, you want to go work out, whatever, whatever, work out, whatever, whatever. But hey, when you want to go out to dinner, go shop at these diners. When you live inside of whatever the name of this city you live inside this city, and you eat and dine and shop within this city. You get a discount. Yeah, so it's gonna be a city completed right. by
0: the people.
1: Right. Everything breaks down, whatever, whatever. It goes back to this. Yeah. It goes back to the people because everything that gets built up, everybody in the city gets an opportunity to invest in whatever's
0: being built. That's guaranteed jobs too. Right. Okay. I'm thinking and about teenagers. You if you teach teenagers how to get too. some some money at a at a I'm just thinking about things that I I knew that helped me out, but I didn't have no job when I was in high school. I was trying to get one, but it's mm-hmm. like when nobody showed me no love. But I I like what you're saying because if you putting money in people's pockets and then taking away from stuff that they they don't have to spend from, because food is the number one thing. But if your food is free, look how much money you actually opening up to actually save. Are either to put it back,
1: yeah. and which I mean, I know it's easier said it than done because I know it's, it's got to be like, oh, like of course the city, the gr- the grocery store won't be somewhere you can just go pull the grocery store, right? You know, what I'm saying? Like, everybody has to know that. Hey, this is for the people who don't really have it like that, but they can have it because why? We have an apartment, com- we have housing where all housing, all apartment complex can not charge no more than such and such, 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 such. We have where all housing cannot be no more than such and such. such, such, such. Mm-hmm. You know, where now it doesn't matter if this person makes $10 million. Guess what? He's still in the neighborhood where you can't tell he makes $10 million because everybody's living the same within his neighborhood. Right. Everybody lives the same. Yeah, it, it. Homelessness, homeless. too. There you go. Then you put in a clinic, a, 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 a self-efficient clinic that gets money from the government. Then you turn the money from the government and use it against their self. Then you start opening up these free health clinics. And then you open up the health clinics You get the community to support This health clinic to make sure you do fundraisers And drives and things like that Now guess what Now you also have a place within your community That you can take your kids to And that the doctors are living in your same community Will give you the same care and love Because they're people
0: of your community Well you might as well have your own police As well as our own I don't want to say uh, prison or jail I say a real rehabilitation center Yep Rehabilitation center. Like a, like actually, rehab. Not no like teaching how to it. be a better criminal center.
1: You go in, you go in from a list of, uh, of trades. Mm-hmm. And this is how it should be. You go in, they give you a list of trades. You don't come out of jail until you master that trade.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Exactly
1: it's the We got two we minutes. Got two minutes. I exactly. want to hear some more of this. You get your you yeah you be in jail yes you'll have a cell yes you still have time whatever but guess what you'll have TV you'll be treated respectfully you'll still be able to a certain things will be limited because at the same time they still have to be some form of punishment yeah. but it won't be like regular jail because at the end of the day like you said we're gonna rehabilitate you it's gonna right. be counseling it's gonna be psychologists there to understand. Why are you like this? What can we do to prevent you? Ooh, okay. what, what avenues can be right. open for when you go back into this world you won't be able to do it? And then also have a return where when when, when these criminals do go out into the world and they feel like they're the ends of the earth where they're like, look, I have tried everything, nothing's happening but I know if I go down a of this, I can get the money to pay this bill, whatever, whatever. Guess what? It's something you can return right back to where we'll help assist you. To keep you from going right back that same journey.
2: Ooh, exactly. To help direct you to
0: job.
1: Well, you don't go back to jail like you come back to us, and we have services that can help direct you got to you, a job. You. Help direct you to better living.
0: All right. All right. I like that. I like that right there. Okay. That's a nice little wrap up. I, 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 I like, I'm loving how this goes. Um, uh, next week, next week, next week, we're going to be the same time. We're going to try to do it a little bit different because we're going to try to have the live going on at the same time. So, at the end of each show, uh, anyone that's listening, they can actually actually type in and ask us questions. And we'll be able to give you at least questions for at least, i will probably say, 10 minutes. Um, so, y'all know where we at. Same time, same place. <laughs> y'all have a wonderful day. Uh, make sure y'all roll up a good one. You know what I'm saying? Happy Father's Day to everybody. And once again, peace, love, and harmony. That's going to heal everything. Yeah, that will be easy, man. All right, take care. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Cold Hearted Radio, La Sant Amour, Shack Daddy Fashion, Almost Rare. And the Avenue Music Group. If you like episodes like this, be sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell so you can get more and more and more episodes like this. And if you want, uh, my friend Mr. Fitzgerald, old him to come back. Y'all make sure y'all let us know. Um, y'all hit that message. Uh, and make sure y'all send us a message. To let us know how y'all feel about this episode. If it's things y'all want to talk about. Um, if it's topics y'all want us to discuss. Even if you just want to just say, Hey, man, I think y'all doing a great job. Um, anything. We got our doors wide open. Y'all already know how to get in contact with us. So remember one thing. Peace, love, and harmony.